You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. And welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. You know, we've been going a little over a month now into the show, and this is the first time I'm going to try an episode like this. But I try to say that this is a podcast about both the hobby and business sides of collecting. And so today's episode is going to focus a little bit more on the business. And so I thought maybe it'd be interesting for everybody out there to hear about a kind of a financial recap of the month of January. And so today, in today's episode, I'm going to recap what the business side of collecting looked like for Waxpack Hero. I'm going to talk about my online sales and the the website um, income that comes from the affiliate income from the website and the Google AdSense traffic and also the, the new podcast um, monetized ads and things like that that we get from the podcast. And so I thought it might be interesting to take a little bit of a look about the the money coming in and the money going out on the business side of collecting. So that's what we're going to cover today. But I also want to talk about another project that I'm going to be a part of, and that is a brand new web show called The Hobby Hotline. And it's going to be a live call-in show every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And it's going to be co-hosted by a variety of hobby podcast hosts. And so the boys from Mojo Break, About the Cards, Let Me Get That Potograph, um, Sports Card Nation, NASCAR Radio, and myself are going to be kind of a rotating cycle of hosts, as well as some other periodic guest hosts from some other shows and podcasts, especially as we want to talk about certain niches. But it's going to be a show that all collectors have a chance to call into and ask questions, provide their thoughts and input, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I wanted to, to highlight that. The very first inaugural episode is going to be next Saturday, February 8th. So tune in, check it out. Um, love to have you as a part of that show. There'll be, like I said, a variety of rotating hosts um, from those podcasts as we go. All right. So Let's get into a little bit of a financial recap of the month of January. Now, this isn't, I'm calling it a financial recap because it's not necessarily a true financial profit statement. It's kind of more of a look at the cash flow that, that the site and um, my own online sales generated. And I'm going to round a few numbers too, so it's not going to be down to the penny, but I thought it might be interesting to kind of take a look at what the business side looked like for Waxpack Hero. So let's talk about the revenue side of things first. And so my main three platforms, like I've talked about before, are Sportlots, eBay, and ComC. And then I've also got some revenue from the website itself in the podcast. And so let's talk about the, the big hitter for me, and that is Sport Lots. And so in the month of January, my profit after all fees and shipping expenses and all of those types of things, my net profit on Sport Lots was $627. I also do a card monthly card show, a local small local card show. I brought in $140 at the card show. And then my profit again, after fees and all of those types of things from eBay, Twitter, and Facebook, 
and a couple other direct sales that were for people that reached out via email and things like that was $380. And then my affiliate revenue was $70. And so that comes out to a total of about $1,217 of revenue for the month of January. Now, on the expense side, we had $1,215 of expenses. And so, as you can see, that means kind of I had a net positive cash flow of $2 for the month. But in those expenses, a huge chunk of that, probably around $900 of that, was buying collections and other inventory. And so, while it kind of was a wash from a revenue perspective. A lot of that was put right back into acquiring inventory for resale. Some of that I've been able to get listed in, and a huge chunk of that I am still trying to work through. So on the expense side too, maybe I thought it might be interesting to hear a little bit about um, the, the amount of that expense that was tied to postage. And that actually came out to $345. So between eBay and sport lots postage, as well as you know some of the Twitter uh, sales that I had, I spent $345 on stamps and first class postage. And so I don't know if that's good, I don't know if that's bad. On eBay I offer everything is free shipping, and so that was eaten by me there. On sport lots there is a, a postage fee or a postage revenue piece that's built in. And so part of, you know, my overall profit was offset by the amount that I collect for postage there. But in general, my total postage expense for the month of January was $345. You know, I also talk about how I do this so that I can keep cards for myself and I can build my own collection or raise some of these funds to pay for cards for my own collection. And so out of all of my overall expenses for January that I shared, out of that twelve fifteen, there was $120 of that that was direct PC additions. And so some of that was the living set money that covered the cost of, of buying those living set cards from, uh, from, from those sellers, as well as um, some of the cards that I pulled straight from some of those collections I purchased and I wanted to go ahead and keep. There was a few complete sets that I was able to keep from some of the 2019 football products as well as some, you know, trouts and cubs and some of those other types of cards like that that I wanted to go ahead and add to my own PC binders. And so I was able to add $120 worth of cards direct to my PC in addition to you know some of the cards that I pulled out of those collections. I also used some of that sports lots credit that I had built up to add on to another 100 to 150 or so cards for the 1969 top set, which is one of my goals for the year. And I'm going to be able to probably add on a few hundred more cards over the course of February to keep going towards that, but we'll see how that goes. On the affiliate and website-related income side, $70 is towards the high end of what I've been trending towards um, over the last year or so, and so I was pretty pleased with that. And that's split between Sportlots affiliate, eBay affiliate, and Google AdSense, as well as now some of the revenue that I get from Anchor for having my podcast hosted there on Anchor. And so I'm hoping that that continues to grow over time. I'd like to see to like to see that grow as 
I get more and more traction on the site. But I was pretty pleased with with $70 last month coming from website and podcast-related income. And one thing you didn't hear me talk about in that overall picture was ComC. And honestly, I have a little bit of a hard time trying to figure out how to factor in my activity on ComC. And the main reason for that is because I don't withdraw any money from ComC at this point. I had a little over $500 in sales on ComC in the month of January, which I was pretty pleased with. But I used all $527 or whatever it was to cover the cost of the submissions that I had sent in. So getting new cards listed on the site, just using that store credit to cover those costs, as well as the cards that I've been buying to flip and to continue to build that inventory. And so while I had those sales, which is pretty decent, I'm pretty happy with that, that money went right back onto the site to either buy more cards or cover fees for the submissions. And so I'm kind of treating that as just a net zero, kind of a wash, not really in addition to the revenue or the expense. I'm just kind of treating it as a wash. And so I, I wanted to still share that because it is a bigger piece of the puzzle. If at some point I stopped sending cards in and I stopped buying cards to flip, there was, you know, $500 of additional revenue that was generated on the site. And so it's nothing to shake a stick at. But, you know, at, at this point, it was kind of a wash overall, mainly because of the strategy that I'm using to continue to build inventory on the site. So that is what the month of January looked like from a financial perspective for Waxpack Hero. Like I said, you know, that it generated around $1,200 worth of revenue, and I spent about $120 or so on PC cards and I had about $50, 50 to $60, I guess, in admin, supplies, the website hosting costs, things like that. But all of the rest of that revenue went right back into buying cards for resale. And so, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy with that at this point because if I, if again, if I slow down that piece, that's a pretty decent amount of additional revenue that I'll be able to get. But at the same time, the amount of revenue that I'm bringing in right now is really letting me reinvest in the site and reinvest in some inventory. And so I'm pretty happy with that. Well, I'm kind of curious on, on if you guys found that interesting or if you guys found that helpful. You know, I, I think I wanted to show kind of what is possible if you put your mind to it and you put a little bit of a strategy around your buying and selling platform of what that might actually look like. And so I hope you found that helpful. Let me know what you think. If I should do it again, you know, I probably won't do it every month, but I wouldn't mind doing it every now and then just to give you guys a picture of how things are going. I also wanted to take a second to do what I've been doing these last several times, and that's to give a shout out to somebody who left a review on Apple Podcasts. Today's review comes from Saxic, and he said, This is a great podcast. Mike's very organized and concise with his content and is not overly long. I enjoy it very much. Well, thanks, Saxic. And if you'd like to get a shout out, please take a second to leave a review on your podcast app of choice. I really appreciate it. And if there's any other topics you'd like to hear about, you can reach out at waxpackhero at gmail.com or at the Mike Summer on Twitter. Those are probably the best places to get a hold of me. But you can also search Waxpack Hero on Facebook or Instagram if you want to get a hold of me there. Thanks, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.